0: Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Our dear friend, Miss D, is off today. I got a frantic message from her that the power is out at her house, so the storms that are hitting... uh, the northeast are pretty, pretty dramatic. Thankfully, Delena and her family are just fine. And we're sending our love to everybody else out there. Stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. Uh, we've got enough gossip, though, to keep you warm, hopefully, for the next 20 minutes. One time is in, my friends. It is tea time. Did you sing along? I know you did. Uh, so, big breaking news. Britney Spears is walking back the comments she made about her sister, calling her scum. Uh, ooh, that's aggressive, isn't it? So, Britney 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 had a new tweet suggesting that she might be ready to build bridges with her sister, Jamie Lynn. Britney addressed the feud between them and walked back these previous really ugly negative comments about her sister. So after calling Jamie Lynn out for attempting for what Britney claims is to capitalise her conservatorship trauma, Britney said, quote, Jamie Lynn, I don't think your book is about me at all. I said some harsh things because you obviously hurt me by the things that you are making up about me. She's really angry about some of the revelations in Jamie Lynn's new book. The Grammy winner went on to backtrack the statement where she claimed that Jamie Lynn was scum. Ooh, she wrote, quote, I could have sworn I said, but you're not, and then accompanied this with a bunch of emojis. You did not say that, Brittany. You did not call her scum and then take it back. Now you are. Once you say certain words, it's hard to go back, isn't it? Once you really, really call people names, it's hard to take them back, even uh, even with family members, maybe especially uh, with family members. Brittany maintains that it doesn't make sense at all to me about what you are saying. And even though uh, Brittany previously did say uh, that her sister has never worked for anything in her life, she's changing her mind about that too. Thankfully, she said the following quote, I know you worked hard for the life you have and you have done amazing, but I think... We should both agree to the fact that the family has never been remotely as hard on you as they have been on me. And there we have it. Sources are telling me that's what this is all about. Brittany is furious with the way her dad, her mom, the family treated her. Let's not forget... For 13 years, she was under a conservatorship. So I think here it's a little bit misguided. We've all done that, haven't we? We've lashed out at the wrong person. So here, Jamie Lynn appears to be a little bit guilty by association, although this book certainly sent Brittany over the edge. What would you do if a brother, a sister wrote a book about you. It's really hard, isn't it? I have a book out, The Forward Answer. (laughs) I never stop talking about it. I know, I know, I know. In the first draft of The Forward Answer, I was very critical about one of my sisters. I even named her and I talked about all the things that she had done that I still still am angry at. By about the third draft, I started to mellow out. I started to calm down and I actually took her name out. So now, uh, it does still claim that a sister of mine when I was younger blackmailed me about being gay. She found out I was gay and threatened to tell everybody. It was really, really... At the time, it was painful. I was terrified. I was living in the closet. I was a scared little gay boy in Britain. I didn't want anyone to know my secret. And one of my sisters did find out and was not that gracious about it. I've forgiven her. I've forgiven her and in the book, I took her name out. So I think you can forgive here, Brittany. Brittany went on to detail how she had worked for over a decade and then she was sent away for four months for no reason at all. What she's talking about here is when she was sent to a psychiatric facility. Brittany was locked up for four months and she said horrible, horrible things happened to her when she was locked up. But she did end by saying, all I know is I love you unconditionally." Additionally, uh, sources are telling me that Britney's new fiancé, Sam, Sam is the one behind trying to calm this situation down. Sam is a good guy. He doesn't like drama. He doesn't want to see the family fighting like this. And he's even trying to arrange peace talks. That sounds so ridiculous, doesn't it? It sounds like we're talking about the Middle East. But I'm told that Sam is the one that's trying to get the two sisters on the phone and let them realise that they actually have more in common than they do different. And to be honest here, where they could unite, where they could get together is fighting their dad and and all the bad things within the family. You know, Jamie Lynn has some very, very harsh things to say about her father too. Maybe that's a common ground that Britney and Jamie Lynn can unite on, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Britney Spears is walking back some comments about Jamie Lynn. She called her scum. I know that's a really, really ugly thing to say. Will these two ever find peace? That's our poll question of the day. Will they ever find peace? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, or our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. We had a ton of new people that joined the page, so thank you for that. Go leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Moving along, Kanye West's new girlfriend said that she underwent a, quote, transformation after she boxed up all her clothes and her old life When she met Kanye, so just days after Julia Fox, that's her name, Julia Fox, she's an actress. After she met Kanye, she put all her old clothes in a box and got rid of them. She said the following quote, after meeting him, a couple of days later, all my SHIT was in boxes, gone. It was very cathartic, is what she says. It wasn't like... I was just packing up my old clothes. I was packing up my old life too. I was like making a very conscious decision to really put everything in the box. Let go of the past. Now I actually think here, throwing away old stuff. Stuff that you don't need anymore, stuff that you don't want anymore, stuff that even makes you sad is a really good idea. I love a purge. I don't have a lot of things, I don't have a lot of clothes, I don't have a lot of belongings. I live pretty simply and I love it that way. And so I do understand it feels great, doesn't it? Just to clear out a drawer like a sock drawer. (laughs) I went through my underwear drawer a couple of weeks ago. Oh my goodness, I was so happy afterwards. It's ridiculous. I love tidying up a drawer, a closet. At the beginning of the pandemic, I think we all did this. We all went through our apartments, our homes, and threw out stuff that we've not used in forever. Well, Julia is doing that, but it's why she's doing it that makes me really nervous. She's doing it because of Kanye. I know, whenever you have to change, throw away your past to get a new boyfriend or a boyfriend in the future, that's probably not the right boyfriend for you. Don't change Yourself for anybody? Yes, we all adapt, don't we? We put our, our best foot forward, so to speak. We bring out our, our nicest clothes to wear, our best shoes. But if you have to actually talk about throwing away, getting rid of your old life, it makes me really nervous. Now Kanye has been known to do this in the past. Kim once spoke out about this in 2012. She said that when she met him, she thought she had really good style, and he told her, "You have the worst style." She went on to say that. He He basically cleaned out her closet for her, started dressing her, started telling her what to do. I don't like this. I have a friend who had dinner with Kanye and Kim and a bunch of their friends one night. And he was sent home because Kanye didn't like what he was wearing to dinner. I'm not making this up, I swear. He turned up at the restaurant and Kanye was like, oh, you can't join us wearing that. Oh, it's just awful, isn't it? I don't like this at all. Julia, be very careful. Moving along, Queen Elizabeth just scheduled a Jubilee event on her great-granddaughter, that little lilybet on her first birthday. Is this shady? What do you think? So Queen Elizabeth is going to mark her 70th year as the Queen with a Platinum Jubilee, the longest reigning queen in history. The palace has confirmed that the Queen's Platinum Party will take place at the Royal Residence on Saturday, June 4th, which also happens to be da birthday. I know! So the news is a big deal, especially because it's the Platinum Party and it's going to be a star. A studied event, lots of famous people there, also, two musicians. I bet Elton John's there. It's not known if Harry and Meghan will go. Remember, they're still fighting over security in Britain. They want to pay for it, but they want to use the British police, the British security, rather than their private ones. They're being told, no, 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 no. You can't rent out the London police. You're not allowed to do that. You have to get private security. So we'll see what happens there. What do you think about the Jubilee celebration and the birthday being on the same day? Now, I have to say here, in defence of the Queen, she doesn't exactly pick when the Jubilee falls. It's going to be in June. It's going to be in June. And the first Saturday of June happens to be June 4th. Could have she moved it to a Sunday? Yes. Or a Friday? Yes. She wants to do it on a Saturday. I know because everybody's off work. The nation's going to celebrate this. So if you're doing a big party for the nation, Friday night's not good. You want to do it all day Saturday, don't you? So you've got the whole day to celebrate. And then if you have one too many to drink, I'm looking at you, my dad. Hello, dad. Douglas Shooter, that you've got Sunday to recover. What do you think? Is this shady or perfectly, perfectly fine? Cardi B has made some news revealing that she's so close, so close to her son, she's considering getting his name tattooed on her face. That's right, on her face. So she shared that she really wants to get a tattoo of her four-month-old son on her face. Cardi B and Offset, they welcomed their son in September. She said, random, but I'm 1% close. Good, that's not a lot. Just 1% close to tatting my son's name on my face. I really want to do it, the singer wrote. She also shares a three-year-old daughter culture with Offset. The star then followed up with a note saying she's actually thought about this quite a lot. Sounds like more than 1% to me. And she said she'd like to get the tattoo on her jaw. I don't like face tattoos. I'm not really the biggest fan of tattoos on myself. Our friend Donnie. Hello Donnie. Hello, hello, hello. He started his new job yesterday and he's doing just great. Donnie will be with us tomorrow. So Donnie has lots of tattoos. I think he has about 12 or 13. They're gorgeous. I've seen them all on his chest and his arms. He doesn't have them on his face. I think that's a really aggressive move to make. Now Cardi B is so rich. It doesn't really matter, does it? If she has a face tattoo she'll be fine. But I think it's a Bad bad precedent to set for young people because if you turn up to a job with a tattoo on your face, you're going to be judged. We are judged in life and interviews when we go out to meet people. I just I just want everyone to be a little bit more cautious about this. If you're out there thinking about getting a tattoo on your face, think about it twice. Please, please think about it twice. And quickly, before we get a break, Prince's estate. Now, not Prince Andrew or Prince William. Prince, the musician Prince. I know we've got so many princes we talk about on this show, but this maybe is the prince to many, many people. His estate is worth $156.4 million. So after six Six years. Wow, it's been six years since Prince passed. After six years of legal quarrels, all the parties have agreed on a value for the legendary singer's estate. The internal revenue service is not to be messed with, and the estate's administrators have agreed on that value, a figure that his heirs have accepted. So initially, the heirs wanted to say, that the pop legends estate was worth about half because they didn't want to pay the taxes, I know. So all these celebrities, they always want to pretend they have all this money. They're always trying to tell you how rich they are. But when it comes to taxes, <laughs> then they're very poor. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? So in, in the magazines, on the Forbes 100 list, celebrities always inflate their wealth. However, when it comes to the taxpayer knocking, knock, knock, knock on your door, they say they are worth a Lot less so they don't have to pay the taxes. It's not illegal to lie to the media, but it is illegal to inflate or deflate your assets to try and get loans or other bank banking stuff. So be careful. Prince died in 2016 of a fatal overdose at his Paisley home park in Minnesota. He was just 57 years old. Get this. At the time, he did not have a will. Do you have a will? I just signed a will. I know. It's sort of morbid, isn't it? And I don't have that much stuff either. So it's certainly not Prince estate. I'm not leaving 156 million. But I do now have a will. So he died without a will. And he left it to his sister and his five other half-siblings. But it caused a lot of fighting over who got what. So if you don't want fighting after you go leave a will listen to me giving out giving out advice i know it makes me smile too hey we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back.
1: let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket legal shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years
0: Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Hey, let's get to the polls. Da-da-da. Did you sing along? Please say you did. On our last show, we talked about Kanye claiming Kim's security guards wouldn't let him in because Pete was at her house. Do you believe him? Yes or no? Let's have a look. Ooh, 69% said, no, you don't believe him. You are so smart and so right. It turns out Pete has never been to Kim's house when he's in LA with Kim. He stays at a hotel. In fact, he's not met her children. He's not been to her house. So Kanye claiming he was locked out of Kim's house because of Pete is not true he might think it's true but facts are facts pete was not there don't forget to vote on today's poll go to our twitter page at naughty nice Romber. our facebook page is naughty gossip you can leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results and now it's time for our noises of the day oh heidi klum's legs we're insured for $2 million. Get this, but one leg is more expensive than the other. Heidi told Ellen that a client once put an assurance policy on her legs and one limb is actually worth a little bit more than the other. She said the following quote, When I was young, I fell into a glass and I have like a big scar on one of her legs. Obviously, I put so much spray tan on it that you can't see it. But yes, it's there. And that's why one leg is worth more than the other. <laughs> Heidi Klum told people in 2017 that one leg was insured for a million, while the other leg was insured for 1.2 million. This is ridiculous. I don't know about this. Shouldn't you insure them as a pair? How about that for an idea? Hey, Heidi, you are gorgeous. Scar, no scar. You are just gorgeous. And also a gorgeous person, too. You're our nicest of the day. And now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. The Voice fans are upset over this announcement about the future of the show. So fans of The Voice have grown accustomed to seeing two seasons of the singing competition a year since the show began way back in 2000 and Gosh, a decade ago. But all of that is about to change in 2022. A recent announcement says the popular series is now just going to run for one cycle a year. Just once a year, we're getting The Voice. The Voice isn't the first competition show to transform from doing two seasons a year to just one. Dancing with the Stars started doing this in 2019. It's a sign that the ratings are going down. People are not that crazy about it anymore and so instead of running it into the ground and keep keep doing two three three seasons a year they're just going to do one meanwhile too we don't know who's going to be back in the coach's seats insiders tell me that Ariana Grande did not bring in the numbers they hoped they thought she would bring in massive amount. She has hundreds of millions of people following her on social media. They also thought she'd bring in a young demographic. A really young demographic. And that's what everybody in TV wants. They want young people because then you can charge more for the ads and that's where all my money is. So she didn't bring in young people. In fact she didn't really bring in many people at all. I think their numbers went down with Ariana. I will be shocked if she is returning. Hey let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob. You get a Rob. You get a Rob. So the forward answer my book is full of celebrity quotes, tons and tons. I think there 's over a hundred quotes from celebrities. Yesterday, I dropped my book and it fell open on this page and This quote stood out to me it 's from Jonathan Van Ness, who 's one of the queer eye guys. He said the following quote: "I had to fight a lot of years to be really proud of the person I see in the mirror and really love this person." Wow, that's a big quote, isn't it? I had to do the same. I didn't used to like myself. I didn't like the way I looked. And every morning when I brush my teeth, I didn't even really look in the mirror. Now I force myself to do that. I have fought so hard to be proud of me and fought so hard to love me that I won. But it was a fight. And you have to put up that fight every day. So the next time you look in the mirror, Stop picking yourself apart and start picking yourself up. Hey, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob show and production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, leave us a review. And before we go to, I want to give a shout out to our dear friend, longtime listener, longtime naughty, Annie Kate. Annie wrote the following today is a good day my dad is leukemia free celebrate Annie we are celebrating with you send our love to your dad and remember everybody let me hear you singing along if you're going to be naughty you've got to be nice take care everybody pips it's naughty but nice with raw